0: what is up everybody we are back again it's been a few weeks but uh it's a really busy time in the life of kyle right now
1: absolutely it's tax season
0: yeah it is i'm working 10 hours every day and four to five hours on saturday and you know it's great
1: oh that sounds fantastic
0: and then i but get to start to the, then i get to start the cpa in may which is going to take even more of my time oh did you hooray oh,
1: awesome. i just started cfp
0: <laughs> oh nice nice month.
1: yeah this this week i started so that's taking up my time now um sweet but good good news is that the draft is oh like a what a week and a half away
0: so, yeah we are not very far at all we're coming close to feeling like we can see him next season a little bit <laughs> i feel like the draft always gives us that shot of adrenaline to get us through the rest of the off season. yeah we're 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 two weeks away from the draft, right? It's on the twenty ninth, so two weeks from tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, Steelers, first Steelers kind fan, of the Patriots fan. I think this year, like your team could end up with like Najee Harris. We could end up with a new quarterback. I mean, this could be a very yeah. exciting first round for both of us.
0: And we'll talk about it, but with some of the developments at running back this last week, we'll definitely get into that. So um episode 72 so we got a couple number 72s for you yeah this one had some easy ones that came to mind mine was uh zach banner who's a tackle for the steelers and he's kind of a cool story he was he's kind of worked his way up he was a backup two years ago last year he earned the starting job and blew out his knee in the first game he was real like i could just I felt so bad for him because he was just he was just a wreck on the bench and but the Steelers are going to bring him back and hopefully he can uh, get a chance to prove what he's worth because he a couple years ago he was always like the extra blocker they brought in and he was kind of a fan favorite and uh, anyway I'm kind of excited to see what he can do this year so that's my 72 Zach Banner.
1: I remember you talking about him last year when he got hurt so mm-hmm. the name is familiar. Um, right. Mine is Matt Light. Second round pick in 2001. He was an offensive tackle for the New England Patriots uh, in the early part of the dynasty. He won three Super Bowls. Uh, and yeah, just a solid lineman that was part of Super Bowl winning teams. And, you know, when I first started watching football, like, he was on the team, but I mean, it wasn't someone that I really paid attention to. But uh, when they talk about some of the better draft picks and Players that have had their careers with the Patriots. Matt Light's name always comes up. So Matt Light, right. number 72. Uh, good guy, I think. Anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> nice.
1: But anyway, uh, over the past few weeks, there have been some recent moves. So we're yep. going to talk about some of the signings, some of the trades, some mm-hmm. of the developments that are currently in place prior to the draft. So where do you want to start? What do you want to talk about first?
0: Um, maybe let's go with uh some of the well maybe let's talk about Jul- julian edelman first then talk about some of the free agent signings and then we'll talk about uh the Darnold trade because i think that'll probably be longer than some of these other things so yeah, why don't so we start you're with
1: get, you're getting right to it
0: why don't we start Let with edelman cry. yeah let's hear let's hear you cry on the podcast
1: <laughs> no i mean this this wasn't a surprise so julian edelman announced his retirement yesterday or was it two days ago now either way um he did a whole thing at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough um and i mean what a career i mean he started out as a quarterback um switched to wide receiver he got to the patriots uh, as a 7th round pick 232 overall i believe he <coughs> excuse me he man, there's like highlights of him playing defensive back, big special teamer. Um, and one of his, uh, more iconic plays when he was younger, uh, was, of some punt return returns that he had for touchdowns. And there's the clip where, um, Belichick, you know, talks to Ernie Adams, I believe his name is. And he, uh, Welker was out for some reason at the time. And, um, he asked Ernie Adams about the guy that replaced, no, the guy that played first base before Luke Garrick and how, uh, I guess the guy was really good, but you don't remember him because how great the guy after him was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, there's a clip of that and Belichick goes up to Wes Welker and he asked him basically like, do you know who played first base before Luke Garrick? I'm blanking on the name, but either way he just says like, that's kind of what's happening to you with Edelman with what we're seeing on special teams. And, and West Wilker kind of laughs, at, <coughs> excuse me, laughs it off. And he says, Oh, he can have punt returns. Like I don't care. And, um, but I mean, you look at the career that Edelman goes on to have the plays that he goes on to have specifically in the playoffs, some of those touchdowns, those catches at, in big moments. I mean, the guy always showed up. So, I mean, he did it all a very Belichick, type of player um and uh you know after he announced his retirement belichick came out with a statement brady came out with a statement and i mean two guys who are considered to be the best at their respective positions and i mean they love them they absolutely love them and, and uh yeah no Elam has been awesome to watch you don't find guys like that all the time right it's like seventh round guys like i know antonio brown was sixth round seventh round
0: yeah sixth round
1: so they're out there. Um, and, you know, I'll always love Edelman. He had some of the some of the best plays ever. I mean, the Atlanta Super Bowl, that catch, the Seahawks Super Bowl. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, some of the plays he made in that game. And then, like, the Rams Super Bowl, where he got Super Bowl MVP. All the catches, the yards. Uh, yeah, just an extremely valuable player. And... I'm sad to see him go, but I think we saw last year really. Yeah. I don't. he didn't have it anymore. And I mean, I don't think he had it even with the last year with Brady. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it wasn't all there. So it's unfortunate and I'm sad to see him go, but overall, I mean, a good career. I mean, there's the argument of the whole hall of fame thing. And I, I think I'll let you address a little bit of that,
0: but, (laughs)
1: um, he, uh, yeah
0: I mean, well, yeah, I the, think he can play, yeah, I think think of what I'll just say is like, obviously, the Patriots have been a arch nemesis of mine for a long time, but like, and all the little white guys they have at receiver, this was the one that always seemed to be open. Like they always needed some sort of conversion, like he just found the open spot at least against the Steelers I don't know and it was driving me drove me insane because I'm like why can't anyone cover this little short dude out there um and like you said I think I think the most I think the thing that stands out the most for me for him is that catch against the Falcons where like everyone was sure it was an incomplete pass but he picked that thing up before it touched the ground and uh a lot of us were really mad some of you some of you weren't very happy but (laughs) Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I think I think you just remember him for making big plays when it mattered the most, I think, and um obviously, it helped having Tom Brady, but that doesn't mean that you're any less good because I mean, yeah, no, i mean he he was a great he was a great wide receiver, you know for what he did, and um yeah, I mean
1: he had he had games where he looked pretty good with Camdoon, uh, yeah this last year, so I mean he had a career high with Cam Newton for, I believe yards in a game. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, hall of fame, I think we both don't think he's a first ballot hall of famer, although it pains me to say it.
0: I think, yeah. Like, I mean, I just don't think his numbers stack up to guys that are in and even some guys who like we've seen comparisons to Heinz Ward. And I saw a tweet that like Brandon Marshall's numbers are like twice as Twice what, Edelman, twice what Edelman's are. I mean, obviously, obviously Edelman had more playoff success, obviously. Yeah. And then, there was, then there was a tweet that I retweeted about Santana Moss <laughs> having better numbers than it. So, I mean, like, personally, like, I'm not sure we can go to the Hall of Fame point. I mean, is Hall very good? Maybe, yeah. where, is maybe where he sits for me. But, uh, I mean, obviously, as a Patriots fan, you probably... You know, hold him in higher regard, which totally makes sense because I would too. You know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, well, I
1: I just think those plays that he made in the Super Bowl at some point, the success he had, the Super Bowls he won, he'll get in at some point. Right. I don't think it's right away. Um, one one of the interesting things that I thought, uh, like it was Colin Coward he brought up. He said, um, Calvin Johnson had a great career. You know. Hall of Famer, right? Calvin Johnson's in the Hall of Famer, I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Or he's going... Did he get inducted? Maybe he got inducted this year. Maybe it was like... Or last year when they couldn't have the ceremony. Anyway, he's going to be there. The
1: the point was, is... Would Calvin Johnson trade the career that he had for Julian Edelman's... All the accolades, all the Super Bowls, all that? He probably would, right? Because he played in Detroit and he didn't win a lot of games and he's a competitor and he probably would have enjoyed playing in more meaningful games. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And if you asked Julian Edelman, if he would switch careers with Calvin Johnson, he'd probably say no. Right? Like, he would rather have the less stats and all of the, you know, success and playing in the more meaningful games. Uh, and I just thought that was an interesting point. I'm, I i do not know if that's right or wrong, but I thought it was interesting because two very different players, who had very different careers. Um, But, you know, again, not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do believe he'll end up in there at some point. I mean, your boy Stallworth and Swan are both in there, and I think he has very similar stats to them, if I'm not mistaken. So Okay. But we'll see. Um, But, like, a lot of people are, like, freaking out like oh i can't believe people are saying julian was not a hall of famer it's like okay like we're he's gonna get into the new england Patriots hall of fame for sure but he uh i am just grateful that he had a play in that super bowl against atlanta that catch that i think people consider is better than the helmet catch with david tyree um and it doesn't completely erase that, but I mean at least we have something that rivals it. Because I, I always hate it when the David Tyree comes up. <laughs> but I mean I'm just I'm just glad to be like, yeah, yeah, David Tyree. Do you remember the catch that Julian Edelman made in the Atlanta Super Bowl, Super Bowl fifty one? I always love to it's just it's just nice to have that in my back pocket. So thank you, Julian, for mending a little bit of the damage that David Tyree caused. So, anyway, Julian Edelman, folks, a squirrel.
0: Yeah, that's, to get that. that's that little squirrel. I'm surprised he didn't. Oh, he wasn't on the play of lacrosse. That was another white guy. <laughs> he
1: Yeah, he's currently playing lacrosse. I think he has his first game in Gillette Stadium. I saw a tweet about that. Oh,
0: gosh. <laughs> so, okay. Did well, you
1: know that Chris Hogan played
0: lacrosse? Oh, I didn't know until you just told me. Just <laughs> Anyway. Alright. Okay. Let's uh, let's move along. So I guess we can talk about Jadeve and Clowney signed with the Browns for a one year deal, right? Yep. Um You know I think I think they had some interest in him last offseason, I believe. And so they finally yes. made it official here. Um although you know, it's always been said that Clowney doesn't put up the numbers of a elite pass rusher, like in terms of sack totals and whatnot. But he's one of the most disruptive players, I think, when he's on the field. Sure. Um, <laughs> from what I've seen, from like certain metrics and whatever, like he doesn't, you know, have the sack totals of Miles Garrett, but he's got, you know. So I mean, obviously he adds another dy- dynamic pass rusher, or at least guy who can rush the passer, rush the passer, opposite of. Garrett and uh but his problem has been staying on the field the last few years. He's been hurt a lot. And so I mean, but seems pretty low risk for the Browns, right? And the Browns had a pretty good season last year, so they're just trying to get better, and I think this makes them better if he's healthy.
1: Excuse me. Yeah. Um I don't think Jaday McClowney is ever gonna be what he was in Houston in those early days. But, I mean, going to Cleveland, he doesn't have to be that guy, right? Like, he can be... And I think part of the reason why he was what he was had to do with the fact that J.J. Watt was oftentimes on the field with him, too. And I think if Miles Garrett is there, that maybe, you know, maybe the double team isn't there as much on him, right? Um, maybe, Maybe Garrett gets more of that attention. So... The Browns' defense was good last year. And like you said, they had a good year. So I don't believe they have lost very much in free agency in the offseason. So how how do you feel as a Steelers fan? Is this Are the Browns the best team in the division now? Do they have the best defense in the division now? Do they, do they scare you?
0: I mean, I think they scare me in the sense that they're competitive now. But I don't think that you can put them... <laughs> Like I don't I, I don't think you can put them clearly above Pittsburgh or even uh, Baltimore. I mean I think I think the Steelers might be a little worse than they were last year. Uh, obviously as a as a right. homer as a homer I'm still gonna believe and think that they're that they can win this division again, which I think they can. But uh, I mean obviously it makes the Browns a little bit better, but I think the Browns are probably going to be similar to what they were last year. I think as long as Baker Mayfield's their quarterback, they're going to be limited in some capacity. I think he had a pretty good year last year, but I mean, I don't think anyone thinks he's, he's going to be, um, uh, I don't think anyone thinks Mayfield is going to turn into an elite quarterback. I think he is what he is probably, a Yeah. De- I mean- a, like a good court, like a decent quarterback who can get the job done right now. But, uh, Um, And
1: I want to see if they can get it figured out with Odell, too. I mean, they haven't been able to, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. At all, like, what he is. And honestly, there's rumors that they're going to move on from Odell, that they're even going to move on from um, Jarvis Landry, which I don't know why you'd move off of both of those guys. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it depends kind of what Ravens and Steelers do in the draft. I mean, if the Steelers can add an elite running back or one of these young running backs, if the Ravens can hit on a wide receiver, I don't know. I still like both those teams a little bit better. I would like the Browns to kind of prove it before we crown them. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, Jadavion Clowney going to mm-hmm. uh, Ohio. Good so luck we we'll So, see
0: there. if he can, so, can stay on the field. Right. Um.
1: um Let's go to a Steeler though. Let's go to uh, yeah. James Conner signs a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. What do you What do you think about that, year? So, Pittsburgh boy?
0: I mean, it's not surprising that Connor moved on. I mean, I had a little bit of. I think there was a little bit of uh, hope that they'd bring him back just because he's a Pittsburgh guy, played at University of Pittsburgh. You know, he just kind of is. Yeah. He's just yeah, he's just a Pittsburgh guy, right? And the fans just love him because of that. He's had he's had some good seasons. He's played pretty well. Um, but he's been hurt a lot. And I think maybe with the running game how it went last year, I think maybe the Steelers just think that a change is is necessary and will be good. Um and so I think Connor probably, you know, a change of scenery for him might help a little bit, give him a nice Fresh start. What's the what's the Cardinals' uh, running back depth right now?
1: Well, Chase Edmonds and uh, Eno Benjamin. So Eno Benjamin is oh. a seventh-round pick. Chase Edmonds kind of flashed last year. So I think a lot of people thought, I thought, uh, Chase Edmonds was going to be their guy. I also thought they could have addressed it in the draft, but I, I don't believe they will now.
0: Right. Uh, so
1: honestly, if you ask me, I don't know who starts over Connor Edmonds. It might be a one-two punch.
0: Yeah, it seems it like be it'll a committee. probably be a committee. Edmonds is a pretty good, uh, like, receiving back, right? Doesn't he kind of yeah. fit that mold but, a little bit? So yeah, maybe Connor's maybe Connor's more of the third down like bruiser kind of. But sure. uh, but I yeah, I th- Edmonds
1: and Connor th- both haven't been the healthiest in their careers. Uh-huh. So I mean, it could be a little bit of a balancing act between the two. So yeah, I wouldn't. See. I mean. I'm glad he
0: found a home. Yeah, me too. Like, obviously, I'll always root for the guy. I mean, people are probably just as sick of hearing this as they are of Chris Hogan playing lacrosse, but just Connor being cancer and whatnot. You know, you always want a guy like that to to succeed wherever he goes. So.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, so I think on the Steelers' side of things here, I think this opens the door to draft a running back now. I don't really know what they're thinking. Steelers have generally been defense first round kind of team. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if they do that again this year. Maybe grab one of the later running. But with the running back position in this draft kind of being, I think there's just two or three guys really. Maybe even just two guys that you really want. <laughs> um, I think I, w- I wouldn't be shocked to see a guy like Harris. Like I've seen a lot of those rumors and honestly, that's kind of where I want them to go. I mean, no, normally I'm a very, like, Steeler-minded person too, right? I'm like, no, we need, like, a pass rusher. We need, like, you know, a middle linebacker, which, honestly, we need both of those things too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the way that um, – I don't think anyone – Benny Snell's not a starting running back in the NFL. McFarland could end up being, like, a, you know, a change of pace guy. But I don't think he'll be yeah. – like the Steelers can't go into the season with what they got right now. I mean, I know they signed, uh, they signed Kalen Balaj, I think. Um,
1: but that's, that's not,
0: that's exactly. Yeah. You're not, you're not signing him to start either. Right. So honestly, if the Steelers don't take a running back in the first one of the first two rounds, I'll be shocked. Um, and I really hope that they take one of those top guys, but, (laughs) uh, I honestly don't really know what they're thinking.
1: So. I think if they did take one, they would have to do it in the first round because I think top of the second, some of these teams like the Jets and the, the Dolphins, they'd, mm-hmm. they'd probably get to them before the Steelers. But I know that there's been talk like the Steelers need to address the offensive line. I don't know if you'd prefer them to do that over a running back. but
0: Yeah, actually, I, I kind of know. forgot about that. Well, you know what? Like, I wouldn't be mad either way. Like, But I think maybe that the offensive line talent can come later in the draft as well, Um, whereas the running backs might run out. But, I mean, I could see them going O-line there as well. I see see that mocked to them a lot recently, Um, certain linemen. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens here.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You guys have really hit on the first round lately in the Mm drafts, like specifically Devin Bush. JJ, JJ, not J Watt, TJ Watt.
0: Um, yeah. Bud Dupree eventually turned into something.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Whenever I, I just have flashbacks to some of these drafts. It's like when you guys moved up to get Devin Bush, I was like, oh man, that was a oh, good pick.
0: That was a big time.
1: I was with uh, Quincy's family and I was watching when they picked TJ Watt. And I remember in my mind thinking, I'm like, dang it, he's going to be good. <sighs> and uh i remember talking to him about it after and i just i remember just sitting at their island and watching their tv and i was like in their kitchen i was like the freaking steelers just got a Watt, and i was like he's gonna be good so i don't know we'll see what you guys do this year um i guess nobody else would really want to talk about getting signed
0: yeah no we'll Um, just talk about uh the trade yeah the trade sam darnold to carolina and uh you know, which I think everyone kind of felt like the jets were going to move Darnold at some point. So I don't think that's surprising. I think, uh, oh, me. I didn't, I wasn't sure Carolina was the, the team, you know, I know that Carolina was looking at quarterback, but everyone was kind of, you know, talking about through the draft, but, uh, they take a chance on Darnold here. And, uh, Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense for both teams. Obviously, Jets are kind of in love with Zach Wilson. At least that's what it seems like. Um,
1: okay, so did you hear about what their GM said? Uh no. It was I don't like it was this comment where I was watching the Pat Pat McAfee show. I love those guys. I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um they had it was either Rap Report or Chef Schefter was on there and he just said I can't remember the GMs of the Jets name. What's his name? Um, Douglas. Good question. He, uh, he just basically made a comment about how basically everybody knows what we're going to do. And then like, I don't know the way that whoever was on the show was talking about, they said the way that the comment came out or just kind of fell upon everybody. It was like, wait a second. Like, are you not taking Zach Wilson? Are you taking somebody else? And so now it's like, okay. And now I've heard a couple more rumors like, oh, maybe they like Fields. And oh, Fields had a good pro day. He had a good second pro day. And it's. So I do think Zach Wilson gets picked there, but I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know, the the Jets. It's like, who made the comment about this? Oh, it might have been Pat McAfee. He just said, like, why do we all of a sudden think that the Jets are not going to screw this up? Like, they (laughs) haven't proven that they won't (laughs) screw this up. Like, (laughs) Like, we should be assuming that they're just. They're just gonna screw it up. So, anyway, yeah. So anyway, uh, Sam Darnold goes to Carolina. Carolina sends a 2021 sixth-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, and a 2022 fourth-round pick. That's more than what I thought people would, uh, the Jets would get for him. So I mean, I know I just yeah, about how the Jets, the Jets are gonna sc- could potentially screw this up, but. I mean that was a nice move to move off well, yeah, Ronald and to get some draft capital back for him.
0: and I think uh, I think with the coaching hire there, Robert Sala, or however you say his name, um, you know he's he's he was one of the top candidates this year. so I think the Jets kind of made people see that as a good move, you know, so I think maybe um, people are a little more optimistic on them than what their typical moves are. But yeah, this is definitely. I think this is one pick more than I I expected, you know, the jets to get. Um, Even like, maybe that's, you know, maybe I thought maybe that fourth round or that sixth round might even get it done, but (laughs) maybe that was too low thinking, but um, they got that second round pick next year, which can be depending on. I mean, Carolina could be bad, you know, so that might be an early, early second rounder. Sure. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think the jets did pretty good here and, they are going to take a QB, whether that's fields or Wilson, we don't know, but, uh, but I kind of like Darnold going to, um, (laughs) Carolina here with Matt rule who had a really good offense in, um, college and, uh, but I just read a tweet here. (laughs) Darnold has been pretty bad (laughs) and, uh, Like last year, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We'll see if he can turn around. But, I mean, I think it's worth them taking a shot on him here and seeing if they can find something that the Jets weren't able to. And then, if not, maybe they have a bad year and are in contention for one of the top quarterbacks next year. So.
1: Well, I think – well, you don't go out and you don't give up a second-round pick. For a guy that you don't want to make your starter, right?
0: Right. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to start.
1: He's going to be their starter. He's there. Um, so what does this mean for Teddy Bridgewater? Do you think they keep him as a backup? Do you think they trade him? Do you think they obviously don't want him as the starter?
0: They probably keep him as a – well, depending on what he – I mean, is there really a team that could, that could use him, you know, to start? Like, I'm thinking – I'm thinking at this know, point – Bridgewater's probably going to just be a career backup now. But sorry, what, I kind of cut you off there. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was just going to say, I know you won't like this as the Drew Locke owner in our Dynasty League, but what about Denver?
0: Well, actually, I think that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, Drew Locke has been kind of a nice little like late draft find for me and like turned into a starter, and I think they give him another chance to succeed, but I don't think anyone's very optimistic that he'll – uh continue there so i mean i think that makes sense for denver if they don't grab one of these quarterbacks in the first round this year
1: right and i think they they potentially could take a quarterback in the draft i mean we're gonna mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the draft coming up but <clears throat> excuse me yeah um I, I saw something that talked a little bit about possibly like the saints maybe which i i have james winston i'm really hoping he gets a starting job there in our dynasty league so uh, yeah i think they really wanted to go there but it's familiar
0: i think they have too much invested in they have too much invested in Taysom hill and then they're gonna give james winston a chance i don't i just can't see them like bringing sure. another no. guy of that caliber do you know what i mean um
1: yeah Teddy might not be a starter right like he might just be a
0: yeah i don't backup. think he i don't think he is necessarily i think he's a I think he probably is just going to be a backup from now on, like or one of those like Ryan Fitzpatrick types that like teams like that sign who like you you know he can win games for you, but he's not like he's he's not going to be your long term starter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll. I think maybe that's the role he'll fill for the next little while. He's a guy that you know can be good in short spurts maybe. (laughs) Um. Um.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of the trade. I don't know if we really want to talk about anything else there.
0: No, I um, think I think that's I think that works. Like I said, I think it'll it'll be fun to see what if Darnold can kind of turn things around. And um, I hope so. He's yeah, young. yeah, same. I'm, you know, I've I've been hoping that he'd be, you know, pretty. All kinda all these young quarterbacks that get taken, you know. I never really cheer for any of them to fail unless the Patriots take one, but <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. All right. But, well, uh, let's let's take a look at the draft real quick. We'll end on okay. this. Yeah. Um sorry, I'm just going back to my
0: yeah, draft worries. order. I got my we want to
1: run through the top ten, kinda of talk about what we think is gonna happen. because uh, 'cause we've got a good grasp on this. We know exactly what's gonna go on here. Um mm-hmm. and it's fun to speculate and Excuse me. Give our opinions on this. So, as we know, uh, Jacksonville has the first overall pick. I don't believe they're going to move out of that pick. Uh, you were saying that Jacksonville Jaguars fans are sending or sent wedding gifts to Trevor Lawrence, who recently yeah. got married. Congratu- congratulations.
0: They bought um, their fans were buying things off of his wedding registry. <laughs> so uh, that's hilarious. I think that's I think that pick's pretty locked in at this point.
1: Yeah. And I was telling you that again. This is from the Pat McAfee show. Uh, They they were making comments about how he already has the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars playbook. Um, And I was (laughs) waiting for them to like be more jokey about it and laugh it off, but they weren't. And they were commenting on uh, how they didn't feel like that was legal. And I was like, oh, this is this legit? So whether or not he has the playbook, whether or not it was a wedding gift, uh, I don't know if we'll ever find that out, but. Jacksonville. I both we were we're both locked in there. They're going to take him, and uh, as they probably should, right? Like this, this is probably the guy that you take here. I mean, you can oh, take yeah. a shot on the fields or a Wilson, but I mean, if you, you miss, have
0: to be really convinced that yeah, you'd have to be really convinced in one of these other guys.
1: All right. Well, then let's move to the next one here. So we got the New York Jets at number two. We know they're going quarterback. They trade Darnold. They need somebody. Um, now, the question is, is that going to be Zach Wilson, who we all think it's going to be? Uh, obviously, Zach Wilson, BYU, your guy. Yeah. Uh, you got to watch him play. But, I mean, Justin Fields, you know, played at Ohio State. The case that people are making is that the competition that uh, that Wilson faced versus what? fields faced is is different and and uh fields is a better prospect for <laughs> excuse me part of that reason but i mean people like the talent in wilson and honestly i i think it's wilson here but like i said before if they were to take fields i, I wouldn't be surprised so
0: yeah i mean i've seen i
1: believe it's one of those two
0: yeah i've been i've been seeing a lot of uh you know kind of fields moving up a little bit and uh you know so this is going to be wilson or fields uh most people expect it to be wilson so we'll see but it's going to be quarterback either way so i think that's for sure especially with them trading darnold so
1: okay let's go to the third pick so again san francisco trades up into this spot Mm -hmm. um so you would think that if the draft were to go Lawrence, then Wilson. Fields is the next guy. People want to make a case for Lance. I don't know if you can take Lance there. Because I don't know if Lance is as as ready to play. What, is it? what am I trying to say? He's not like day one ready to, uh, to start. So <clears throat> one of the points that has been made is that yeah, this is coming from Chris Sims. He says that uh, Mac Jones fits their scheme. He's the type of player there. And that he fits what Shanahan's trying to do. Even though you would think it could be fields, Mac Jones is getting a lot of... And it's not just from Chris Sims. I mean, there's other reporters out there that are, are saying that San Francisco likes Mac Jones. And I mean, they basically have all the pieces in place. And if what you need is a guy who can make the correct read make the throw, make the right decision. I mean, Mac Jones might just be that guy. Um, I mean, one of the things about playing at Alabama was that he played with a really good roster, so he really just had to focus on, you know, moving up in the pocket, making the correct read, making the accurate throw. And, uh, I mean, San Francisco has a lot of pieces to put around him right now. So, I mean, they could potentially be a good fit. One of the knocks is is that people are always, who was it? It was like Bomani Jones, I think, was comparing him to Kirk Cousins, saying this is a Kirk Cousins type of move that um, Shanahan's looking at. Like he had success with Kirk Cousins. That's the kind of player that Mac Jones is, blah, blah, blah. He kept kind of going back to that well. And one of the arguments that Chris Sims gave was that Mac Jones is a Shanahan type of quarterback, but not in the Kirk Cousins sense, more in the Matt Ryan sense. So rather than looking at Mac Jones and thinking Kirk Cousins, you need to look at Mac Jones and think Matt Ryan, um, which is something I heard today, which I thought was interesting. So, um, And if you think of Mac Jones fitting into Kyle Shanahan's offense more on the Matt Ryan side, that's where I feel like, oh, okay, I can see the attraction there, how that could work out favorably for san francisco um what do you think because uh i don't know if you think they're going to go mac jones at that spot i think i they will i'll say that i think they do go mac jones
0: well you know if uh if the jets take fields maybe wilson's the guy anyway whoever the niners take that that,
1: no that that's a great point
0: mm -hmm. if,
1: if wilson's still on the board does that change things so i think it probably was quarterback before and it worked out right
0: (laughs) right right. yeah and i've heard that this week um i think whoever the niners take here if it's mac jones i think his stock is going to shoot up just because everyone believes in shanahan right and i think in terms of fantasy implications you know maybe he gets a little bit higher in our fantasy rookie draft uh than he would but uh I mean, obviously the Niners are taking a quarterback here. Um, I don't know. Does you Mac? Don't,
1: you don't trade up to the third spot and not take him, right? Like no. you do and not take a quarterback. Like that's right. a that's a quarterback move.
0: Does Mac Jones feel like another Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not no, going to compare and... the two because I don't really know Mac Jones or like his game enough to really say. But
1: no, and and the the reason I brought the whole bomani jones thing is because i've been looking at mac jones as kirk cousins that that's the pick that shanahan's trying to like copy where chris Sims was kind of saying no you need to look at it as matt ryan and so right if mac if mac jones can be matt ryan that's a good pick
0: oh yeah that is a good pick um
1: but can he i don't know
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting because like i said it kind of feels like and i've even seen a little bit of uh Trey Lance speculation here, so like there's a possibility of any one of four different quarterbacks going here. You know, like depending on how uh-huh. you know Fields goes first, and maybe it's Wilson. If Wilson <laughs> goes, then yeah. Anyway, just like I think that's going to be a fun pick to see uh, announced because it might be something we don't expect. Not that we don't expect Mac Jones, but that might be kind of a surprise if they do go there. Um, right. That's definitely going to be a quarterback.
1: So we know quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. The first Mm two picks. So at pick four with Atlanta, this is really where things are going to happen. They're committed to Matt Ryan. They're not. They're not. People keep mocking quarterbacks here. I don't think they should. I mean, there's lots of talented players on the board. I think that they will trade out of this pick.
0: Yeah, and that's what that's what most of the stuff I've been seeing is that they they're trying to trade it because I think they want um, I think they want Fields you know, are one of those top three guys. And so if if Fields, you know, if the top three is Lawrence Wilson-Fields, then I think, you know, they got some thing to do. Maybe they'll trade it before the draft. Um, You know, maybe they take a guy like Kyle Pitts who... Um,
1: Wouldn't be a bad pick.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, I think the Falcons could use a tight end. Hayden Hurst is, you know, he's not going to be your number one kind of tight end i don't think um Fortunately. yeah so anyway i don't know uh falcons are an interesting spot here because i just don't know if taking trey lance or you know even mac jones here really fits into their well yeah it's it's really hard to, it's really hard to know these teams value these other quarterbacks you know but
1: uh sure so here's the scenario let's say that those top three quarterbacks are gone you're on the clock you're atlanta You've got Matt Ryan, you've got Julio. You're not trading those guys. What do you do with the pick? Or let's let's not do talk about trade. Let's talk about who do you take? Hmm.
0: Well, <sighs> man, I maybe I don't know the Falcons enough, but like you, you could probably look at a guy like Penny Sewell or, um, like I said Pitts or one of the one of the top receivers maybe, um. You know, I think they just need to add some sort of talent uh, if if they're not sold on quarterback here. Matt yeah. Ryan's aging and is probably on his way out relatively soon, but he's probably still got some good play left in him, right? So, sure. Um, there you you can never go wrong drafting the top offensive lineman in the draft. You can never go. I mean, I guess sometimes yeah. you can, but do you know what I mean. Like that's usually a, that's usually the safest pick that any team can make. Is the top yeah. offensive lineman and that pays dividends for a long time. So I don't know. I just I'm not really sure what they'll do here.
1: Yeah. Ultimately, I do think they trade, but I mean, if they take a guy like Kyle Pitts, help that offense out a little bit more. I mean, they could even go like defense. I don't know if there's any defensive player that's, you know, our top four talent. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they could trade back and get a defensive guy. But I mean, Micah Parsons could be really good out of Penn state for them. Cause I know they need help on defense, but either way, um kind of thoughts on Atlanta there. Let's go to Cincinnati because I think this is really interesting mm-hmm. too. Because I think a lot of mock drafts are kind of penciling in Panay Sewell there. But something we talked about prior to recording is the the fact that Joe Burrow is trying to get Jamar Chase in Cincinnati. So as a general manager, do you you know protect Franchise quarterback with a valuable asset in a guy like Sewell, um, or there's another guy, Rashawn Slater, I think is the other offensive lineman that's really good. Or do you go get generational type player in Chase, who's had chemistry with Burrow, and they've already proven it on the field, right? So, and obviously Chase wants him. I mean, uh, Burrow wants him. So I think this is a very interesting pick because I could see it go either way. Um. But I think that's what Cincinnati, Cincinnati will do. They'll either take an offensive lineman or they'll go out and get Jamar Chase.
0: Yeah, and I'm right there with you. It's going to be one of those two guys. Um, Chase is interesting, like you said, just because him and Burrow, you know, playing in college together. and uh, But also, you know, you want to protect that high investment. So an offensive lineman makes complete sense here. Um, but I think it's going to be one of those two guys for sure. At this spot.
1: All right. Now, let's see who else we got here. So pick number five.
0: The Dolphins are at six. Now, the Dolphins are taking a receiver. They just are. They need help. They need weapons. They need to give Tua some playmaking. Devontae Parker's a good receiver we see now, but he's probably not your number one type, you know, like your absolute number one. Um,
1: Yeah they added Will Fuller but you can't really count on him for 16 17 games.
0: Right, yeah, they need to yeah, they they want to go get a young guy like this um like Chase or Smith which I think, you know, whoever if Chase is there it'll probably be Chase if yeah. you know, if if not then anyway, either way I think they're going to take one of those two guys cuz I'm also seeing maybe Kyle Pitts here cuz Pitts can be a cuz I think a lot of some teams see him as a receiver in the NFL potentially.
1: Sure. Uh, especially if Atlanta trades out of that pick. Yeah, and like a team comes up to get a quarterback, Pitts falls. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that could
0: easily happen. So I think, yeah, I just think they're going to add an offensive weapon so Tua um, can have some more to work with there.
1: And I think it's a great point to give Tua a chance. I mean, don't give up on him yet. See if you can make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, next pick, let's go to Detroit. What do you think Detroit does?
0: I think Detroit I mean, has to...
1: probably needs everything as well.
0: Yeah, like I see some speculation about a quarterback, but I mean they they traded for Goff. Not that he's the answer, but I mean like they probably want to give him a chance. I think this is going to be a receiver. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones both left, so their top two guys are gone. So I think they have to take. I would think they have to take a receiver here. It just it would kind of not make sense to. And if they, if they're not married to one of these quarterbacks. Mac Jones or um, Trey Lance or whoever's available, then I think receiver, I think they've just got to add some sort of weapon like that.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's a wide receiver. I think they give Goff a shot. And uh, so really, it's going to be Devonta Smith or it's going to be Jalen Waddle at this point. I mean, Rashad Bateman, I don't know if somebody like that makes a jump this high, but I think with those two Alabama wide receivers potentially on the board, they go that route um let's look at Carolina number eight
0: yeah so this changes a lot now because I saw a lot of Trey Lance being mocked here early on uh they traded for Darnold so I don't think a quarterback is in play anymore although they could surprise and still take one which I mean might not be a surprise but I don't think they do that um I'd
1: I'd be surprised
0: I'm seeing a lot of seeing some defensive players mocked here just because Carolina's defense needs some work so, maybe they take JC Horn or one of these top corners in the draft here. Patrick, do you say that? Patrick Certain? Patrick Sertan? Isn't that a hockey player? <laughs> am, I, am I? Sounds not? like a
1: hockey player. <laughs> yeah, why is it? Who am I thinking of? Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, this is another team that can potentially trade out of this spot. Like, if someone thinks right. that. So, the Patriots, if they think Denver's going to go quarterback and somebody like Fields or Lance is still on the board, or Mac Jones. Maybe the Patriots like, oh, we can trade up to eight, leapfrog the the Denver Broncos, and we can get a guy. Um, But let's say they they, they take the pick. I think they could take one of the better offensive linemen in the draft, like the second best guy here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't know, they've got well, maybe, again, if Kyle Pitts was there, that would be a nice fit for him too. But Yeah. yeah, I think I like the offensive lineman idea at this spot because I think that that'll help with McCaffrey. That'll help with giving Darnold some help. I feel like they've got some decent weapons for receivers there. Um, yeah, so we'll see what they do there. Potentially could trade out. Um, let's go number nine, Denver. I think they take a quarterback.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Drew Locke's the guy, and I think they got to try to figure that out. And so quarterback just makes the most sense because they're probably going to get their hands on unless well you know what I guess it depends on <laughs> there's actually a lot of unknowns here but you know like Trey Lance or Mac Jones probably end up here uh, but maybe not you know maybe guys want these quarterbacks early here but uh, yeah if there's if, if one of those if one of those quarterbacks is there I think that's probably where they go
1: yeah um, all right let's do our last one here Dallas Now, apparently, I know we've talked a lot about Kyle Pitts in this draft. I know you like him. I like him. I think everybody likes him. But apparently, Jerry Jones is in love with him. Hmm. But I think Dallas needs to take one of these top corners Mm -hmm. um, just to help that defense. Because I don't think the offense is going to need that much help this year. I think they'll be able to figure it out. And, I mean, they they went CeeDee Lamb last year. So, I mean, whether it's Sertan or it's J.C. Horn, uh, go get a top corner, because, I mean, it's a passing league. You need some lockdown corners, some guys that can have some speed and some ability to match up with some
0: you
1: know, tough matchups at wide receivers. So, I mean, there's good wide receivers in that division. So.
0: Yeah, I think probably defense is where the Cowboys want to go. They have, you know, other than maybe an offensive lineman, you know, they – I think their offense is pretty set with bringing in Dak uh, giving him that extension and um, um, yeah I just I think you're right there I think that uh, they'll probably go with one of these top corners at that spot
1: um, so that's the top 10 that's kind of what we want to run through so really mm-hmm. quick early prediction what you think your team will do I'll go first I think if New England can pull off a trade, they will get Atlanta's pick to select Justin Fields. I think mean, Justin hmm. Fields will be there. Um, if they don't pull off a trade, I think they will take Micah Parsons, the linebacker out of Penn State, because I think some defensive guys are going to fall, and that's who they would take at 15. That's what I'm kind of thinking/slash hoping for at this point. Although a wide receiver, if one fell to 15 like a Jalen Waddle, although I don't think he would fall that far. I would be okay with that, but I'm going to stick with the trade up for fields or we'll select Michael Parsons, which I'm okay with um, at that point. So that's what I think the Patriots will do. How about the Steelers? What's your gut? What's your, what do you want? What do you think they will do?
0: Honestly, honestly, my gut is offensive line. (laughs) It's not sexy, but I see a couple of Alabama offensive linemen mocked to the Steelers a lot at the end of the first round, or 20, pick 24. Uh, I want it to be a running back. I'd love it to be Harris or Etienne or whoever. But, They're going to uh, be there. Yeah, they the are running backs for sure. They're
1: not going in the first round anymore. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, I'd love it to be that. Maybe they try to make a move up in on day two in the second round for one of those guys if they get that far. But I'm wanting to say offensive line right now. I just think they need a lot of help there. And they can probably, like I said, they can address maybe running back elsewhere somehow. Not sure how, but maybe they think but I
1: mean that. If, if they get like a Javante Williams or a um, Kenny Gainwell later in the second round, I mean, right. those guys aren't at. As highly touted as Etienne and Harris, but I mean, I mean the Steelers have found running backs in the past. I mean, and if they take an offensive lineman first, it's only going to make the running back's job easier, right? So, mm-hmm. or
0: well, maybe hopefully. they'll take maybe they'll take that Canadian Chuba Hubbard guy from Oklahoma State. <laughs> oh,
1: he had yeah. a really good yeah, year, but pair but
0: him up with pay him up, uh, pair, pair up. him up with Claypool, yeah, yeah. But anyway. I, yeah, it's not sexy, but I'm gonna go with offensive line. I think that's probably most likely. But I think it's gonna be that or running back, to be honest. I think that'll be that'll be what they do. Because um, I think even though they lost some on they lost quite a bit on defense. Um, I think the defense is still um, they probably still believe enough, and they need to they they need to address the running game somehow. So whether whether that's offensive line or running back, they got to do something. So.
1: And that's it. That's our top 10. Okay. And yeah. with, with our own teams mix, mixed in there, but I mean, that's how we think the draft will go. I'm pretty sure we're going to be very accurate on that. I think there's going to be lots of trades in the draft. I mean, like players moving picks moving.
0: Yeah. Especially top of the first well, round. Well, Maybe here. not
1: lots, but I think, I think, I think we'll probably see at least two in the first round. And I think some players are going to move around. Like, um, so in dynasty, I went and I picked up David and Joe back up because I think he's going to get moved uh saw a rumor that he could get end up being on the Jets. Which I mean if there's a rookie quarterback there, I mean that's not they kinda like their tight ends as a security blanket Safety so that house, could work yeah. out. So took a shot there, we'll see what happens. But um I think Zach Ertz will get traded at that time also on my <laughs> dynasty team. We'll see where, where he ends up. But yeah. So looking forward to the draft I think that's all we had for tonight right
0: yeah that was it that's all we wanted to talk about um and our next episode will either be right before the draft or maybe the week after depending on how things go that'll be kind of the last week of tax season so it'll depend on how much I got to do but uh yeah our next episode will have more draft stuff for you whether that's right before the draft and we'll kind of do maybe a bigger preview or maybe right after and we'll, then we'll discuss what happened and look forward to our rookie draft. So
1: Absolutely to me, man.
0: Yeah, I think that's it for tonight though. Uh appreciate everyone who's still listening. Um we the Facebook group for the Dynasty League will is back up now. Brady had a Facebook mishap of some kind and but he's back. and Because when I tried to post this podcast last time, it was like, this page is archived. And I was like, uh, what happened here? Wow. Um, but Brady got it figured out. And so I can, again, remind the masses of eight people that we have recorded an episode. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's all good.
0: All right. I think that's it.
1: All right, everybody. Have a good night.
0: Peace.